What up, world? It's your boy Rio. And your boy E Fights. And this is the Tinted Reality Show. Let's, Let's go. Yo, yo, yo. What up, big dog? What up, big homie? Then to it, man. God. Oh, back at it again. For the people. Man. Like never left. Hopefully y'all enjoyed that Juneteenth episode. That was something special for y'all. If yeah, you didn't go indeed. back and listen to the set with well, a seventh episode, go back and listen to the seventh episode because that joint had jewels in it too. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. Shout out to my boy Jeff Rob back at the crib, man. Always bringing that insight, man. Lots Good to have me. that brother on, man. Bro, listen. Look, let's get let's get right into it, man. It's it just been a busy week, bro. It's like, I feel like if, if we don't get right back in the studio to start dropping these things, man, like, <laughs> I don't know, it's like everything moving lightning fast and we're gonna miss something and not be able to cover something. If it, it just something happens every five minutes in the world right now, man. The level of defiance out there mm. is, is staggering. Okay. The whole okay. world is watching you, but you still refuse to do the right thing. That, that that's crazy, right? Because like when when you when you have eyes on you, typically humans act tighten up right. Group. <laughs> yeah, tighten up shot group. Tighten up shot group. <laughs> typically, that's what happens, man. It's like it's like if you cheating on your wife, you get caught cheating. They be like, all right, baby, I'm gonna act right. I'm gonna act right. You yeah, go cheat while this. you try to get out of the doghouse. You like exactly. try to get right. You got a trial cat- period where you're gonna be yeah. in nine day probation. <laughs> You got to be right, man. These cats are still cheating. Boy, they got their eyes on them, B. It's crazy. It don't make no sense, bro. Man, did you see the brother mm-hmm. today out at, uh, what was it, Valdosta, Georgia? That's, that's the one that's circling, circulating on the socials right now, man. The, the cop pulled, uh, stopped the gentleman. He said he was waiting on, uh, at the store, waiting on the Western Union from his sister. So, I mean, he having an interaction with the cop. He gives his ID up, you know, just like, no, I wasn't doing anything wrong, sir. I just waiting on the money to come in. And, you know, I go there all the time for the money. He, in the cop school, his partner walked up, didn't know jack shit about the situation. Bear hugs him from the back, right? Pins his arms to his side and says, hey, uh, put your hands behind your back. He's like, well, what did I do? And it's one, how can you physically do that? If somebody bear hugging from right. the back, pretty much his, yo, Picks him up, gives him the, the old back to belly suplex like the WWE back in the day. Breaks the guy's arm, yo. Breaks his arm. The guy's screaming in agony, man. And they're like, yo, that's the wrong dude. <laughs> Straight up, man. It's like, yo, uh, yeah, he's not the guy we're looking for. It's another guy, two different guys. I'm just talking to the guy, just trying to, that guy who pulled him over initially. He's like, nah, man, just talking to him, just trying to figure this out, you know? And just like you can just see, he came over with the right approach, and he yeah, had a barbarian yeah. behind him. There that you go. Couldn't figure out that, hey, this ain't the way you approach people. But you know what? The, the crazy thing about it, and I don't know what the gentleman's rank or position was that initially, because it was his body camera that was, you know, it was being shown. Right. And so the guy who walked up that that put him in the suplex was the sergeant, the guy who's supposed to be in charge. And I'm sitting here like a lot. Oh my goodness. Think about how many times he done did that without being filmed. Yeah. Yeah. He was co- so comfortable doing it. That's his like, normal. That's his normal. I know. You know, because that's one of them jobs where you, you your your initial reaction is to, you know, gain control, you know, downrange is, you know, gang fire superiority or what have you. Exactly. But, you know, and that profession is like gain control of the matter. But how about like I said in episode six, know when to be a sledgehammer, know when to be a scalpel. But if you hammer, everything looks like a nail. <laughs> exactly. You know, and that's what's going on and, right now. Everything and looks like at a nail. monolithically, mm. and not all, not all of us are threats. Mm. And that's the that's that's the key right there. You you have to be doing something wrong. You just you look like the people that do wrong things. And that, that's problematic in and of itself right there. You know what I mean? How do you change that? It, it, I don't know what that is. Is that just that training? Is that complicit bias? Like, what? I think I think a lot of the cops that are bad are scared of us. Mm. They fear us. 
So that fear turns to anger. Like, well, I'm going to get him before he get me. You know what I'm saying? That's I think that's the mentality they have. They're like, mm. well, shit. If I if I give him a chance to get the upper hand, he going to get me because he know he bitch made. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he going to sucker he gonna sucker punch or make the first move because he know that's his only chance. Or that's what he's thinking. He don't know nothing because most of the time we docile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But he don't so understand that. All you gotta do is talk to us, like we like we're adults. Yeah, I, and I get it. You know, you gonna roll up on some cats that just ain't having it. Uh, you know, they'll give right. a bus. Some cats gonna be on ten off the jump. You know what I mean? I, but, honestly, if I'd have got pulled over two days ago. Um, I probably would have been on the news because because I was in the already already in the mood. Yeah, you was you know already on ten. Yeah, yeah see, I was already on ten. And I think that that's the approach you you know when you take to every situation. You know, you can't control how that person in their car reacts once they pull it over. But what you are in charge of is your actions exactly. and how you can de-escalate certain situations. Exactly. And what they can be in there losing their shit, as long as they're not threatening you or anything of that matter, maintain control, positive control. You ain't got to arrest every freaking body. You know what I mean? You ain't got to right. have everybody step out just because they got a blinker out. Exactly. You, you know, just, I don't know. I think it's these quotas and all that stuff, man, kind of get wrapped up. It's Treat me like you want your now. mama treated. Mm. That's the way uh, I look at it. Yeah. Treat me like you want your mama treated. Man, but you know, your mama gonna drop that dime like, my son's a cop. Because <laughs> if your mama gets slammed like that, she's gonna break more than just an arm. You gonna have some problems, right? Yeah. Exactly. Then you're gonna you gonna be looking like, who did that? You know what I'm saying? So, like, treat me get like that you son of a bitch mama. out here. Yeah. Exactly. Mm hmm. But. Again, man, you know, hopefully there's a lot of talk on the, on the national scene. You know, uh, you know, the, the Democrats did block a bill today. They said it didn't go far enough as far as uh, addressing uh, police reform and some of the issues and the statutes that allow these gentlemen to get away with the stuff that they, they do get away with. So, you know, hopefully those, uh, you know, I put very little hope so, at, the, at the federal level at this point when it comes to getting things done. It's just a climate block it and then add an addendum later. Well, here's more? the thing. So they presented one. Good old Mitch, you know, he wasn't having it because they did it without, you know, bipartisan support. You know, they had the bill. So the Senate drafted their own version of the bill, separate from the House, which basically was full of suggestions versus mandates in order to receive right. federal funds. So guidance yeah like you might want to consider not being exactly. so that don't mean you have to it just yeah. means we recommend <laughs> take it into consideration you know exactly <laughs> take it into advisement exactly <laughs> that's what it was man so they blocked that thing today man but you know what how I, can I we have... get mitch out of out of the way bro vote 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 if we don't say shit else on this podcast tonight I That's think we the people have to recognize the importance of the vote. Period. Point blank, bro. I swear, when when, when cats start talking about the man and all of this and that, and they start popping up at the lips, my first question is, did you vote? And if they fall back, like, well, why? My vote don't count. Dog, conversation over. We can't even, we ain't even, you the problem. And it's not no. even just about voting for president. No. It's about... Voting all politics are local, all bro. All politics, local, yes, sir. state, federal. Fuck America Idol. Stop voting for that. Let's vote that local, shit. state, federal. Man. That's what it takes. You got to start at your local level so that when you, the person you voted for rises, they already have mm-hmm. your expectations and they mm-hmm. know you're not going to stick with them if they're not doing the right thing. That's right. You got to show them receipts damn, bro. I put you in there. My vote put you in there. That's what that's what the Orthodox Jews do, Italians, uh, different ethnicities. They 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 vote together Mm -hmm. and they vote for people that are looking out for them. We can't keep looking for handouts, bro. We have to be the aggressors, man. We have to say this is what we want. No, this is what we'll accept. We don't even want this. We this is what we'll accept. Where are you going to meet us on this? And if you're not the person for the job, we will find the next person that, exactly. that will get it done for the on behalf of the people, bro. That's exactly what thing. it is. 
If you bamboozle me for four years, you ain't guaranteed to get my vote next time. We'll bring somebody else in there and take your place. Boom. You can't be Hold them accountable. Well, see, no, no, no let, 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 let's, since we, we already got the onion out, you know, let's peel it back one time. Yeah, yeah. So, like how, <laughs> how, how do we get to this point where we have, some of us have been convinced that their vote doesn't matter, and how do we overcome that? You know what I mean? Because you can't, like, you got to be registered to vote to even sit on a jury, right? right. So, when people say, how did this man get off? And how to hit, you know, they can't let him go to jail. Well, we're not registered to vote and we're not sitting in the jury box to hear that trial. You know what I mean? To hear that case and, and, and to to judge to it. Put that person amongst their peers. Yeah, you can't be amongst your peers if you're not even in the conversation, dog. Like, if your how vote didn't matter, I'm sorry, what? We've been sleepwalking. Mm. We've been sleepwalking through local and state elections. You get people in the state and the House of Representatives, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I almost got a job with the state and House of Representatives in their IT department. Side, side. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Speak your truth, B. <laughs> exactly. I'm walking. Um, we've only focused on the presidency. But what, when Obama was in office, what that taught me was if he don't if you don't have the ear of the House or the or the ear of the Senate, mm -hmm. then what you're trying to do is never gonna pass. Nope. I guarantee you, I will put my year's salary on it that the first Obamacare Act was way better than what got approved. But oh, he absolutely. had to keep compromising because they're like, no, we're not gonna let you do anything that's great. We're not gonna let yep. you do anything that's great. So we're gonna make you keep compromising. Take some off, take some off, take some off. Like, I mean, that's that's trashy. Yeah, we're going to improve that. You know yep. what I'm saying? And what you end up with is that watered-down version exactly. of, of the original bill, man. But if you have politicians like Trump, who the one good thing about him is he will call your ass out if you don't agree with him. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we had people that was like, well, you know, I tried to get through, but Mitch McConnell blocked it. So then, you know, okay, well, we need to find somebody to run against Mitch McConnell to get him up out of there. He gonna be in the title. You know I'm saying, but everybody playing the political game, yep. so everybody's scared. Don't be afraid. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Real suicide if the people got your back, but you got to be consistent with the people, though. That's the and thing. And so, so these lifelong politicians, man, who literally, like, like if you look at Mitch McConnell, man, and, and the stuff Talk that he it. he won't even bring up to a vote on a Senate floor, is 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 beyond me because. He represents the people of Kentucky, and which is one of the one of the poorest educated states in, in the union, one of the poorly funded states in the union. But this guy has been there to represent those people for years. And like, and if you're it. not cutting the mustard, like at the end of the day, stop voting against your own interests when you do vote. First, you have to be an educated voter. You know what I mean? And immerse yourself. Like bro, I swear when I do the when I be uh, voting around here, man, that shit like I'm taking taking the SATs. My wife is like, "What you doing?" I'm studying these candidates. I'm see what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 10, 20 minutes a day. That's it, bro. You devote 10, 20 minutes a day to it. Look at their voting history. Look at the stuff they passed. Look yeah. at the stuff they they didn't pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, immerse yourself in your local politics. Cause it matters. It matters. Every Bro, and, and like I was saying earlier, like when the brothers be saying that, you know, their vote doesn't count, if it didn't count, then why do they work so damn hard to make sure you're not able to do it, bro? Bro. <laughs> Think about it. They shut that. down, what, over half the joints in Kentucky? Yeah, over half the polling stations in yo, Kentucky? Yo, shout out to Ariana Grande, man. She sent food trucks to the people standing in yeah, line because they've been sitting for hours and they know they needed to one eat, love. man. That's love right there, man. That's deep, yeah. But it should have never come to that. It should have never come to that. And when you when you look at the location of those polling places that they're shutting down, they're always in a black community, bro. Talk on it. Talk on it. Always. So how how are we letting that fly? Like, just like for real. And then when you run in the election, if you got a Republican-led, and not all Republicans are bad, but I'm talking about in these, these places where this voter 
suppression is happening. It happened in Georgia. It happened in Florida. We're talking about Kentucky. Like, these is all red states, bro. So who's in charge of the voter turnout, voter boost? The Secretary of State is is overall responsible. No, local. I'm talking about is the governor, is the mayor. Yeah, it's this this no, it's the secretary of you mean not for the state itself? No, I'm talking about for like, okay, who's to blame in Kentucky? Who shut down all the stuff in Kentucky? I don't know the gentleman or the woman named personally. No, no, but I, I, I want to know the position. The position. Yeah, the second the, the state's secretary of state. Oh, okay, yeah. And that's yeah. who we need to get up out of it. Yeah. That's what y'all need to be paying attention to, people. And, and I'm curious, and, and may, maybe this information is out there, and I haven't just done my due diligence, but what was the justification for shutting down said polling place or changing the location of the polling place last minute and not notifying individuals? Exactly. That's or the kicking people off the voter last rolls? Minute. You no, know what it is. It's, it's a shell, shell game. game. Yeah. Shell game, bro. Shell Three called Monty all day long. That's the same word I said. That's Jinx. <laughs> We don't we don't talk about none of this before we we podcast, yo. No, we do you know not. This is like, raw, genuine crazy. conversation, man. Exactly. But that's what we are, bro. And 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 I like like I don't know like we we it's something about I guess I say us, but people in general they want these ideal candidates, right? Let's so so let's say Joe Biden right now, he wouldn't have been my first choice if I'm being honest. But right now. But I'm just saying, so, because I, I got a buddy right now, man, and I hope he listens to the podcast because, you know, he'd be all up 45's ass. But, you know, he's talking about the 94 crime bill and Joe Biden and things of that nature. And all these black men have paid the price uh, because of the, that, that bill being implemented, uh, you know, under his tenure, what have you, during that time frame, man. And, and I honestly, that's part of my reservations about it, I, I must admit. However... You know, I, I look at from 94 to, you know, 2008 and the eight years he spent as vice president with, you know, President Obama and, and, and pushing for legislation, pushing for initiatives that, that in, uh, would help minorities and people of color, right? So I don't now, know that necessarily- was pushing for it or was Obama pushing for it? Either way. Exactly. He backed it. it. Still, he was his hype, man. I mean, he could have came out and be like, nah, Barack, that's trash, you know? But, and still, but the, re the reason I say that is because you can push for something publicly and then privately sabotage it. But think about that, though. How will we know that? We don't know right. that. We don't. Hell, hell, it could have been Barack against the shit the whole time for us. We know he might just came out and, you know, he had the right game at the mic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't know shit. He's you know? one of the most prolific speakers ever. So he... Yeah, that's my guy. He's wise, man. Shut up. That's hey, my let guy. Me, um, let, me, let me breathe on it a little bit about... Speak it. Biden. I don't, I don't, I think we picked him too early as the candidate to go against Trump. I beg the difference. I feel like Biden, I don't know if it's, uh, I'm going to say allegedly because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> I think his senility is slipping, bro. Like, this dude be saying stuff and I'm like, I don't, do you know he just say that? Like, it's the battle of the 70 year old men. Right. Like, <laughs> If you can run for president in your 30s, your, you know, late 30s, why are we always having all these old presidents? <laughs> like, you get some that, young blood to that's run. The, that's, the, that's the system, right? That's that run-of-the-mill politician uh, uh, hey. machine. But think about this, though. I think that what's going to be the determining factor for Joe Biden is who he chooses as his vice president, right? He's going to come in. It's got to be somebody. He says it's going to be a woman, Okay. Which is which is dope. Don't I mean I love it. I love that he came out flat out said it because there are there are you know total number of qualified individuals that could fill that seat. And but I'm thinking it got to be somebody young, youngish, you know, to sow up that progressive vote to to, to galvanize people to say if this guy kicks the bucket, we have a young, energetic, intelligent. Who we believe no, bu no bullshit leader that's coming up coming up the bat that's in the box. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, like either way it go, I don't give a fuck if he can't get a straight sentence out of his mouth right now. Cause you know why? The other side don't care. They don't. 45 says some of the most craziest shit 
ever out of his out of his mouth and they know it's utter nonsense but they don't care so they really don't. I, do it as a, as an educated voter at this point it feels good not to even care like you can put a ham sandwich on the ballot that ham sandwich might get my damn vote come November you know what I'm saying because of the the, the, the lack of leadership is is but, but we're in the same position we were when he ran against Hillary People oh. and that they were voting for the lesser or what they thought was the lesser of two evils. Still. We're voting. Now, we're, what I'm just saying is we're voting against Trump just because we don't no. want Trump back in there. But think about what this. What flip is the uh, independent candidates? Bro, this you know, would be it, a good year for independent candidates. No. I, I somebody think young it, and vibrant. I think it just takes votes away from... Uh, but think about this. Biden was behind, bro. Biden was like third and fourth place when the when the primaries started popping off. He was behind. Right. You had you had you had his getting beat by like cats like Andrew Yang and them. You know what I mean? But he started late. I feel like he started late, and he 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 was a better he was a, he was a better speaker. Dude. He was the establishment candidate also. And but I think right now with people, I think. To your credit, what you were saying about they were looking at Hillary versus Trump, and, and the people wanted somebody new, and they thought that he was going to be that new voice, that new, you know, that good leader that was going to, you know, right. unite the people and move the country forward, which he has failed to do. So now somebody's just looking at, I think the majority of the people are looking at anybody to right the ship. Okay, right. let's, okay, we, we often left field. Let's get back on home plate, reset this thing. Let's galvanize and move forward. Because that's one thing I can honestly can say at the end of the day where I think Joe Biden can get it there and start slobbing at the fucking mouth, uh, whatever the case is, right? And yet and still, he's going to pick the best people. You know that. You know I, yeah, that I, believe, I believe he'll surround himself with the right people. Yeah. There's going to be some competent leaders. There's going to be some people. It won't be his family. Team. It right. won't. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't even get me on the nepotism, dog. It, it's, right. It's rampant. That's a whole other podcast, dude. Here's, like. <laughs> here's, here's what I want, though. Here's what I want, because I'm a forward-thinking dude. No matter who is elected president, mm-hmm. I, I need the, the candidates that are going to run for the next term after this okay. one, to start making their promises and their moves now. Now, I don't want to hear what you're talking about for the future. I want to I want to know what you're doing in the present. So this is raise, my challenge. Raise hell. Do it now. Don't yep. wait till you run for president to promise me, oh, I'm going to change this and I'm going to change that. Show me. Show me better than you can tell me. That's what my yes, mom used to say all the time. Show me better than you can tell me. That's my but challenge. With that being said, bro, like, it, like this whole thing is full circle, man. I think Jeff was on that. The whole thing come full circle last mm-hmm. week. You know what I mean? So when we're talking about the being able to vote, being able to be stand, stand up and being counted, right? We have to run for office. Exactly. Have to, a lot of these positions out there in the world, man, they they, they run, especially locally. People, oh, that's Judge so-and-so. He's running on the polls or the county commissioner. You want to know why your, your, your side of the town got potholes all over the fucking street? Show up to some of these city council meetings. Run for these positions. When they talk exactly. about allocate those funds, make sure that they're dispersed evenly throughout the city. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what everybody else is doing. Why are we exactly. why are we galvanized to move in that direction, man, by that drumbeat, bro? I guarantee you certain neighborhoods don't have any potholes. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, they, and if they, they did, shit, the it's going to get fixed before five. Exactly. exactly. I'm going to make one call and it's fixed. That's how that thing goes. They're going to call and say, you have until. That's it. You have until 4 p.m. to get this. I'm going to call every news crew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all the news crews down here, man. No, I'm going to cut your funding. That's another you thing, go. like people. We got to yep. start setting aside $5, $10 where we can start putting behind candidates that we really believe in. That's it. Those grassroots movements, man. And it's enough of us. $5, $10 from each of us make a big difference. Bro. Factual, man. All of the above, bro. And, and I think that's where we are. We have to, and I, and I don't understand. I'm jumping all over the place. I'm feeling good, but uh, but we have we Feel have like. to move in such a way where the people have no choice but to respect and honor the demands that you placed on them. You know what I mean? Because that's a heavy burden to bear when you're the elected official for 
you know, uh, where there's, you know, a mayor's race or uh, alderman or whatever the case may be, that's still a lot of weight, man. You And you need to be in there moving for your people. Now, you're not going to make everybody happy. Everybody knows that. But you got to be you got to be in the room when these decisions are being made by, by that incumbent who've been ran unopposed for the last five election cycles. You know what I'm I mean? Gonna, I'm going to give it to you like this. Have you ever dated a girl to say, or you ever went on a date with a girl and she was like, I want a dude that's going to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And then you hit them with one simple question and they can't answer that question. <laughs> what, what do you bring into the table? Well, yeah, you demanding and, a lot, and <laughs> and we need to look in the mirror and say, what are we bringing to the table? Right. We bringing a whole lot of want. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not a whole lot of action. We we're not doing what we need to do. Okay. Which in turn is gonna make it they're not gonna do what they what we ask them to do, because they don't see the benefit of it by helping us out. Power concedes nothing without demand, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. That, I forgot who said it. Don't get me wrong. I think it, it might have been Dr. King but uh, or Frederick Douglass, I think. Frederick Douglass. And power concedes nothing w- without the man. You got to make some freaking noise, bro. Exactly. You got to expose the people like oh, my, like the buddy on the net the other day when they had the city council joint going over Robert E. Lee. He calls out the, the, the city council woman who's sitting there shopping in the middle. You seen that joint? Nah. Ah. Bro, calls out, he's like, he, my man gets to the mic, it's like, yo, I was gonna talk about how, how racist Robert E. Lee was, but I'm gonna call you out today, Connie, the lady name was Connie. He was like, I'm gonna call you out today. You over there shopping, while we sitting here, and he had a picture of her screenshot on his phone, shopping on the joint, <laughs> while they been talking about some serious <laughs> matters, man. Uh, yo, he put the fire to him, bro. I mean, smooth, the gentleman was eloquent. We need to get him on the podcast, brother, because he he it was out of Louisiana. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure he got an IG or Twitter. Or man, yeah, I'm at to reach out, man. But he was speaking that truth of power, bro. Told the lady she needed to get up and walk out because she basically she has defiled the institution. She gets up and walk out, bro. He put the pressure on it, and you can't. Yeah. She couldn't explain it. You did. Take, take it for granted. She like I'm in a position. Nobody running against me. Yeah, I'm I can cool. Do whatever I want. Now that's Yo, where the, that's where it corrupts right there. Mm. Is where I can do whatever I want. At least people—they're not smart enough to get me out of here. Money and politics, man. Money and politics, bro. I think we're afraid of politics. You think so? Yeah, but I—I don't think I don't think our people realize it's the same game you play, whether you're on the street or at your job at work. It's the same game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like we have a real introduction into it. You—you think it's—it's. The, the lack of knowledge in, right. of the, the fear arena. Unknown. Yeah, it's the fear of the unknown. Okay. Like, because nobody's pulled back the curtain. We don't. And nobody that that, that they out. know has right. run for office. You know. Right. Because they, if if you if you are in that and you do know about it, you probably afraid. Well, I don't want to have to run against nobody else. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to lose. Yeah. Why share that information when it's it's good? It's better for me that you don't know. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I That's love- why I want to bring Jeff back to talk about that. Yeah, we got to get him on, man. I, I, like I said, I reach out because uh, he knows those ins and outs. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, Somebody uh, can talk that talk. No, nah, real talk, bro. Real talk. Man, matter of fact, I, I'm going to have to reach out to my other homie, man. He's a, he's a mayor down here right now. Let's do it. He got a couple cycles under his belt, man. We'd be able to speak that piece real smooth. like. But we got to be in those rooms. We got to be in the conversation. We got to be at the table. But we also have to pass the knowledge down to the next generation. Yeah. But you know, you know what? Because uh-huh. I went into a blindfolded, don't mean the next person got to go into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that's that's 100% it, man. Because voter education, voter participation. That's it, man. Like at the end of the day, the the, the vote has is so powerful that that they want to take it away. And you have to to harness that power to let them know that hey, you're there for me. Your paycheck is coming from this taxpayer, and damn it, you ain't cutting the mustard. To me, Black Wall Street doesn't mean we take over Toonsbury or whatever it's called, Toonsbury. Mm-hmm. It means 
we get in on the local level politically. That opens the door for minority business owners. You know what I'm saying? People like that. We get on the lower level politically, not only with our own candidates, but if we don't have candidates, we force the people in play in power to bend to our will. Bro, you're gonna they gonna you gonna get our show shut down. I'm care. trying to get my camera to focus. It's all we, we can change the name, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but but because you're speaking that real talk. Yeah, if we can get that part, people understand that you got to start locally. Mm-hmm. You groom the kids locally. Mm-hmm. Get kids say, "Hey, come on, let's go. We're gonna go vote for the governor. We can go for the mayor. We're gonna go vote for the judges, the local judge. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, sir. Teach them that not only to vote for the president, but teach them to vote for your local stuff. Yep. That that gives you the power. Then we can go say, "Hey, I'm a, my coalition got fifty thousand votes." Mm. 50,000 strong voters. We gonna What's vote. What's up? Yeah, what's what up? What can you do for us? This is what we want. What on this list can you take care of within the first year? That's it. You gotta be organized. You gotta be in a position to move and to apply pressure. Cause you're not running for that, that seat just for the sake of running for the seat. Those people who are running, they want that seat. Exactly. They feel that they can make a difference or they, they feel comfortable enough to get paid to, to shop in the middle of city council meetings. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you Listen, right. Forget, you forget why you're in the position. <sighs> that's, that's, my thing was so foul, man. You had to look that joint up. It, it was heartbreaking to watch, man. But the brother was on the ass. 100, he was on the ass. So just the podcast note, we need to start putting clips like that in the, in the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Having it ready so we can just go ahead and play it. Play that joint. I got you, I got for you. The feed, for the feed. Somebody, that's right, somebody, somebody talk to the producer. We producing this thing live yeah, on air. Yeah, right now. yeah, this is you know what I'm saying. We live and direct, baby. Even holler at you, bro. <laughs> brother. But but that's where we are in terms of the vote, and, and not even just like I said, not just the vote, but what you said was was so important about being organized and being in a position to move. So if, if you have more black-owned banks, then that means you know potentially more access to capital. Exactly. Which in turn means more access to 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 owning black businesses, to owning get those loans and, and exactly. owning homes and starting those businesses, which in turns goes into you know creating wealth and not only wealth but generational wealth and so jobs it, for our people. Don't forget and about jobs and, and and jobs. So I mean, there you go, right there. See that cycle? We just I, we we sit here and we just five different things in a row. Just boom, 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 boom. Exactly. But it all started with being organized running for office and, and voting, you know what I mean? Exactly. And creating your own. Well, one thing I can say, you know, that, that and me and my buddy, man, my buddy, Jenny, we always talk all the time, man. He was just here earlier, but, you know, people are afraid to fail at business, right? So they're afraid to even start something. Just like, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start this, uh, this garbage truck cra- trash collection because there's three other people doing it. So, but, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got no, yeah, no. Talk. So and, and that, that's that's so foul to me. You can't think like that, man. Like all you like the, the best analogy I seen when it comes to something like that or not wanting to start something because somebody else is doing it and you don't feel it necessarily lame, but that's what you're passionate about. Go down the bread aisle in the store. How many different companies got different types of sliced bread, bro? How many oranges can you buy? How many oranges can you buy? How many different how many oranges milks? can you buy? Yeah, exactly. How, how many different packs of cookies are there out there? These are all, all different companies that got in the game that did the same thing, that make it essentially the same thing, but in their own way, bro. So Choose gonna, your lane and body your lane. I'm going to tell people, I'm going to start adding books to the podcast because I read. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki has a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yes, sir. And it changed Very my familiar. whole mind frame. In that book, yep. he says, you got to be prepared to fail nine out of ten times. Mm. So even though you're thinking of the first idea, you need to be thinking about a second idea. What's second? Real. But you also have to learn from your failings. Yeah, don't just be not failing. Really a failing fail. If you learn from it, it's a lesson. Ask Jay Z. Mm. Bro, that, that boy's cold. I'm gonna show you how to move in a room full of vultures. Come on, Come on uh. man. <laughs> Industry shady. It need to be taken over. Now he you in the NFL. He's probably talking about them now. You know what I'm saying? 
Man, you know what book I'm on right now? I'm revisiting is uh, uh, dang it, Dr. Michelle Alexander, man, uh, about mass incarceration. Uh, damn, I got the book on my damn nightstand. I was I was running the other day. Don't get me wrong. Hold on, the New Jim Crow. Boom, nice. New Jim Crow by Dr. Michelle Alexander, man. Oh, bro, and, and she breaks. She goes back. You know how, how the war on drugs. You know. The 13th Amendment, the whole nine, she really embodies it, the whole process in that book, man. And, and it's it's an eye-opening uh, uh, piece of literature, bro. I think everybody should be on it, man. If you're not already on it, I know plenty of people are out there, but definitely eye-opening, man. And that's it. Hold on, time out. You're right. We got to read more. Exactly. How can we have all these smartphones and still doing dumb shit? Here, here's the other thing. <laughs> if you ain't got time to read, they make audible. Let somebody read it for I you. listen to books at work. I, of course, I have the hard copy of the book, mm-hmm. so I do read the book, but I actually, if I'm at work, like uh, David Groggins, Can't Hurt Me, that that's a motivational cool. motherfucker right there. Like, if, if, even if you go on his read. Instagram, that joke will make you get him and go Bruh. run three miles just on his Instagram. <laughs> Bruh. And if you get the Audible book, he does like a, a verbal, it, like, it does like a podcast in the okay. middle of reading the book. So like... Oh it makes the experience that much even colder because then like he goes over like certain parts of the book. Like, dude, you really ran with tape around your leg to conceal a broken leg? Like, this dude is a beast. David Groggins can't hurt me. Read it. He's not not paying us to to say that. That's just real from one soldier to another. Number love for that brother, man. I I ain't seen too much motivation like that ever in my life. Bro, that, that's a that's a rare breed, man. <laughs> I think yeah. I got through the first couple of chapters. I think you put me on. Yeah, I sent you. You yeah. or, or my brother-in-law, someone. One of y'all I sent you the audible on. version of you it. You sent yeah. me the audible book, yeah. yeah. I, but I think, like, the couple of days before that, my brother-in-law had smashed it on me. And I was like, yo, who is this cat, man? Next thing you know, I'm down here my peloton getting at it. Just motivated. Right. <laughs> that is a great book. And we Damn. have to read, man. There's so read, many stories out here that are in books. Chris Rock mm. said that. You gotta, That's you gotta, it, bro. You, read. you know, I definitely keep a stash, man. I'm always, I'm one of them weird readers, man, where I, I'll have like two different books going at a time. Like it'll be like one at the office and, you know, one in the nightstand. And don't get me wrong, I like the audio books, man, but I'm old school. I like the, I like the tangible. Right. I like the, I like to feel the pages. I like the dog gear. When, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's ain't nothing like putting that dog. Gear ain't, ain't nothing like the dog gear. Like yo, I'm, I'm right there, and I'll be right back, homie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I like reading the actual book. But like I said, yeah, sometimes yeah. I learn by reading, by listening, seeing, and writing. Yep. That's the, the, my three ways of. If I do all three of those, I got it. Like whatever it is, it don't matter. I got it. I can tell you what color shirt you was wearing that day. Like everything. Like if Boom. I can do those three things, I got it. So like <laughs> I'll read the book, but I'll also then I'll go back and listen to the audio audio book. Okay. Because it might be stuff that I missed. Cause you know, when you're reading, sometimes distractions you things going about on around something you. else as you're reading. So you may miss a gym. So I go back and I listen to it, and I'm more likely to catch the gym. Mm. There it is, man. That's it, man. You know what? Start reaching out to more cats, man. We're going to get some authors on here, man. Let them come talk about their books. Man. Exactly. I got a, I got a cousin that just wrote a, a book for the children. Hmm. So okay. I'm going to holler at her because I'm going home next two weeks. Man. So. And you know what, though? That's it, man. You know, it is. Uh, again, I had this conversation the other day. A matter of fact, uh, as me, my brother, and my pops, we were doing a little FaceTime joint. We were just chopping it up, man. And uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, we were talking about voting. We were talking about uh, everything, the protest still, and, you know, demands by people and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that my dad alluded to was that uh, we have the answers to the test now. No, no longer are we in the dark about the game. So if you look at every single level that other people are succeeding on, we have the knowledge that somebody wrote about being successful in that space, whether it's at the federal level of government when you're you know, running for president, whether it's in business, whether it's in agriculture, whether it's in a fucking daycare center. 
somebody has exactly. written about how to be successful. YouTube is one of the most powerful media I'm platforms. I'm about to say, the world. they write on it. They got a yeah, YouTube video. Straight up, you can you can say you can type in YouTube how to build a house <laughs> with no skills, and you can learn how to build said house. You dig what I'm saying? That's what we are in the world, man. So we we That's have what I try to, to explain to my son. Like, there's no okay. excuse you have Google and YouTube. There's no excuse for you not to know anything you want to know. Bro, we had to learn. Oh man, remember the, the salesman used to come to the house with the Encyclopedia Britannicas, and then Grandma only bought like A through M, so you exactly. didn't know what the fuck. Nobody was ever had Q. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody ever had Q. Oh man, like it was his own separate edition. Exactly. You had to learn the old school way, man. These cats got the world literally at their fingertips, man, and they rather they rather do dumb shit. Don't no, get me wrong. Yeah, they want to TikTok and top tick. Exactly. That's, that's some old man shit. Cool. But nah, so this is this is what we need to, to, to explain to people, man. Like, okay. TikTok is cool when you use it as an escape from whatever you're doing. But that can't so, be your, your So your put an hour towards some. Actually, I'm going to tell you, start off at 10 minutes. Put 10 minutes towards something you actually want to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's write a book, write a poem, just freehand for 10 minutes. Read. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, whatever you think you should be doing, do that for 10 minutes, then go to TikTok, then go back to what you want to do for 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, TikTok is an escape. It shouldn't take up your whole day. You know, my, you my dad told at, me. You shouldn't have looked at 60 TikTok videos. Yeah, do You should have been course. doing something way more productive. And you're doing that every day, all day. This and, is and my young people, man. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a kick right there. People, people waste time as if they got forever. You know what I mean? I don't know what the average lifespan of life. Let, let, let's say it's seventy-five right now for males or something like that. You, that's only seventy-five summers, bro. Forty, forty, then crept <laughs> up real quick just to let you. Uh, know. Saying, that's what I'm talking. I'm looking at it real quick. <laughs> but I'm saying they, they, that's it, man. Why, why not use that time to, you know, one, learn something, two, be able to pass that knowledge on, on to the next generation, man. My dad told me as a young kid, bro. And my brother used to cut grass, right? And during the summers. And uh he opened up his little open up our little bank account as a little credit union there. And uh mm -hmm. he was like, always pay yourself first. You may have you got bills or whatever. So if you take the twenty dollars, put it in savings. I've always heard that, man. Always pay yourself first. And I as a kid, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, man? I got twenty dollars. I'm about to go to, you know, I'm about to get, get these juju bees. I'm about to go get it. Yeah. He always he always <laughs> He, he, he taught us that 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 financial responsibility at an early age, man, and it never left me. So now yeah, when I get lessons, even if you weren't using it back then, you you, yeah. you caught the lesson because he said I it caught so the lesson. I never lost the lesson. Absolutely. Exactly. So when the first thing I joined the army, guess what I did? My allotment went to myself. I'm gonna have this little card note. I'm gonna have this little, you know, pioneer loan because I bought me a stereo system. I'm gonna have them little bills going out. You know what I mean? But the first thing I did, that allotment went to me. I got mine first. Uh, and I was able to do whatever I needed to do, stack my chips that way. And then whatever was left over, you know what I mean? The homies at the club with it. <laughs> but, you know, that's what it them, is. Explain to them what you've been able to do with that allotment. Bro, uh, you see these walls behind me, don't you? <laughs> I bought this house with that allotment. <laughs> you know what I mean? But still, that's what it was. You were able to... While your friends was out there, especially young privacy, you ain't like you making no money. You know what I mean? I mean, you really are though. No, you not, have to pay rent, bro. You I mean, rent, yeah, bro. yeah. I, I guess I think though. I think the take home back when I was in private, late nineties was like nine hundred dollars a month, bro. Pockets was hurt. I was I was only a private for like twelve seconds, so I don't remember. But what year did you join though? Oh four. See, I already I had about four pay raises by then. I was. Uh, yeah, I came in late. I came in late. Oh, I, was already killing it. E, I was already E5 by then. I, I thought I was, I was E. I was E4 in 18 months. So, like, oh, you was on the game. I always yeah. got promoted on waivers. So, like, I was promoted always ahead of where I was. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's, the, that's the lesson right now. And so, the, the biggest thing, and it's always the running joke in the army, when I mean, you get a new private, you look up two days later, he got a Camaro. Of course. <laughs> like, of course. Like, bro, it, platoon song going ape shit crazy. Like, bro, what are you doing? Take that shit back, man. To me, that and should be a part of basic training to have that talk. 
Yeah, the officers do it. Yeah. They Why we not having that talk, yeah. man? Them, them lieutenants go through them financial classes, bro. Like day that should and night. be a class in high school. Yeah. Oh, come on, facts. That should be a class in high school. Facts. Where you talk finances, like real life finances. And My I, son I, look at me like I'm a damn alien when I talk to him about it, cause yeah. you know what I'm saying? he don't hear it nowhere else. That's why I be on my kids' ass, bro. But you know what? In the yeah. education system, it, it teachers work hard. They should be the most highest paid people in the world, if you ask me, right? Because if, not only they keep your kids all goddamn day, and they teach them something. And people don't find out how value that valuable that is, because they've been there with their kids all these. You know what I mean? And they're like, like Ooh, please, yeah, thank you. please tell me they're going back to school. When that school opened back up, uh, had me calling down there like, yo, exactly. get, these junk, get these damn kids. They eat up all this damn shit in the house, man. I think if they're going to defund the police, teachers' pay has to be raised. But at the same time, I want the teachers held to a higher standard. The teachers that are just there to make money and they just trying to ride it out to retirement, mm. you got to go. But My you know kids' what? education is so valuable, bro. And and because of school zoning, I can't pick what high school he goes to. My mm-hmm. son going to high school right now. That he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't get good vibes from the teachers. It's like they just, they just there. But you know what? He want to go to a different school. What see? What caused some teachers to lose that uh, that 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 want to and that grind to make sure that young person, you know, reach their potential of of, of learning in school because. They, they having to take that little bit of money that they do get because the schools are so, and most schools are so poorly funded, especially in the right. public sector, that they even got to spend that to, to ensure that these kids got even- Give them some type of experience. Paper and, and shit like that. They paying, they little cheese out of pocket. So I, I think, and, and you hit on something, man, because when people talk, when they hear rather, maybe they should change the term, but when they hear defund police, that means break the police up and don't get them no more money. You know, that's not what that means. That means reallocate the funds, right? Exactly. Re- reallocate the funds. Be- and, and think about it. That thing is tenfold. So if you got young people hanging out in the corner all day doing dumb shit because they don't have a boys and girls or youth center or tech center to go learn a valuable skill and to spend their, their after, after school time at, they're going to be in the streets doing dumb shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? When there's no options for after school. Yeah, then what do you expect them to do? But As if you a have parent, we always looking for something to put our kids in. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, we will put them in there, whether it's soccer, whether it's coding club. My kid goes to coding club, loves it. You know what exactly. I mean? Bruh, that's going to be great as he gets older. If he sticks with it, I don't know, that boy lack attention span. Yeah. <laughs> it don't matter. But but look, at least he's getting the experience. No, man. yeah, no, facts. Then he, he can actually figure shit. out whether this for me or which way I didn't have a game. was cool, but like, I don't want to do that every day. Yeah. You know what I'm Maybe you want to do some, yeah. He might take a, 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 a class where he make t-shirts. I'm like, yo, that's what I want to do. I want to make my own t-shirts. I'm an artist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, that's he, dope, he's man. An artist, he's like, my boy could draw. You know what I'm saying? I'll get him to draw for me. I'll just come up with ideas. Boom. Because the artist is not always ideas, man, because I can nah. tell you that personally. I can't draw for shit. But I got... <laughs> I got on a piece of ideas. Paper, 70 ideas. You know what I'm saying? Boy, you <laughs> and I'm paying people now to do it for me. Like, and that's what it is, though. It's it's finding out what your kids aspire to be and what they want to do. And it's helping them reach that potential and, and nurture that uh, that idea, that dream that they have, man. And exactly. oftentimes, teachers have been in that position to do that. But I'm saying poorly funded and and, and or just the wrong kids get and just some kids are just blatant res- disrespectful little shits, bro. Some kids are just like that, and that wears on the teacher mentally, man. And they get out of the game. The good teachers sometimes even exit the game early, you know, what I mean, because right. they just can't take it no more because or they fed cross up. over and go to the private schools. After yeah, school. and they go yeah because the funding is better. That's one thing we got to do. Back to <laughs> Like Jeff, bring this whole thing for a circle. We, we got to be at our parent-teachers conferences. We got to let them know that this is unacceptable. You have to care. You have to care. You have you to have care. You have to care. That's it. Yep. You have to care to vote. You have to care to make sure your kids are doing the right thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You have to care about your community. Yep. 
And if you don't, then you're part of the problem. You have no excuse when you get what you got. Exactly. That's it, bro. Facts, man. Exactly. But we're going to keep grinding, man. We're going to get this thing right because I think the time is now. I think 2020 is going to be a, a, a revelation on many fronts historically when they go back and look at this thing, man. They're going to, oh, yeah. the people of this of this this time are either going to be looked at as those people who, who galvanized and, and pushed the human experience into the next century, into the, you know, push it into the future, or we're going to be looked at like, what the hell did those people do? Why did they remain stagnant uh, uh, amongst all of this turmoil? against all these pandemics, against all this, this 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 global distrust, you know what I mean? So we're in a very vulnerable state right now. And I think that we have to allow the basic human experience, whether it's equality for all, love and thy neighbor, all of those core responsibilities of the, of the human experience, those core responsibilities have to rise to the surface and all this hate and all the other bullshit has got to fucking die, period. So the early 30-year-olds, late 20-year-olds, early 20-year-olds that that are leaders, you know who you are. You look in the mirror, you see that leadership. Don't wait. Find you a mentor now. Be willing to make the mistakes now while you're young so that it it brings your leadership to that even that next level if you're afraid to make a mistake down here you're never going to get here you have to go ahead and make that mistake so go ahead and go out on the limb and let's make things happen and on that note sir it's been real it's been real ah, till next thank time lovely people for tuning in to the Tinsy reality show we love and appreciate you thank you for those who live on listen on apple spotify or stitcher Please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a family member. Man. All, all five of y'all subscribe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All five. We're gonna try all. to keep this positive content moving. This is this is just a daily conversation for us. Like this is how we talk on the phone. This is not something we're doing for a show. Like this is just us. That's it. Hey, love, peace. Be better than you were yesterday. Do something great with your time. All right, Don Cornelius Jr. Jr. Ha, 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 ha.